Welcome to the I Might Be Wrong podcast with Justin Foster and myself, Juan Kingsbury. Justin and I are really good friends who are always talking about everything under the sun, and we trust each other. We can say things that, frankly, would be embarrassing or misunderstood uh, in the public eye, and so that's what we're going to do. We're going to say it and record it and let you decide if we're wrong. But we do ask that you consider it for yourself. The things that you believe in, the things that you uh, say you have conviction about, is there a chance that you might be wrong? We hope you enjoy our show. We are back for our first episode of the new 2021 that's trademarked um tribal fragility we literally just made that up or i did based on some fancy words but um you use you were using the term what'd you say face painters like at the the sports yeah. games like the crazy the, the raider fans i know you're a raider fan but not you're not that kind of raider fan right yeah i'm not a fan of anything um that's that's the that's the that think that's the is this idea of you know, why I say face painter. So let, let me explain myself when I talk about that and then how that links to tribal fragility is yeah. when your identity becomes the side that you're on, you become very dualistic and binary and you see this all the time. And to me, it's a top indicator of low consciousness, which I don't say that to shame anybody, but when your identity when your identity is on being on a certain side of something, a certain, and, and now that, and then you get this, and I call it a face painter because, like you said, like you, you pick somebody that they're going to the game and you see, and they're all geared up yeah. and everything. But imagine someone that emotionally and intellectually does that with everything in their lives. Yeah. And you see it with like your people that are in super new agey and they're, 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 they're beat up cars covered in bumper stickers or <laughs> you get all these statement pieces about them. Or yeah. you see it with, Trump supporters and their stupid, stupid Trump trains and all of that stuff. That's all face painter mindset. And what it does, and it's funny, but it's really dangerous. Because what it does is it closes you off and creates this sort of insular ignorance. Well, I would even interject. You You can be insular and you can have ignorance. But if you put insular and ignorance together, you are... You are you are reducing your world to a very very small bubble that the oxygen is slowly being sucked out of. Yeah, and I mean, I might I probably won't phrase this right, and I'll regret it later. But like, I, just because someone has Trump on their stuff and it, it all decked out, or all Marvel, I went to a Comic Con years ago, and I was like, not embarrassed to be a nerd, but I'm like, I really like the same thing that these these cosplayers like because they seem insane but we both like the same cartoons or comics or movies mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, but it's that extremism that mm-hmm. I'm not against extreme, but like you said, it's funny. I think on the outside, like, Oh, look at those Bernie bros or the MAGA yeah. or whatever. But I also think uh, for a lot of them, it's just fun. It's just fun to be that obnoxious person with the, the yeah. beer helmet and yelling and, you know, you're cheering for your team or booing the other guy, but yeah. define what's the difference. You said insular and ignorant. What's the yeah. difference? Well, insular means that you're, you're in a cocoon of information, you, you know, like um, you're, you see this in cl- a lot of what would, what's considered to be cl- like closed societies, yeah, like a, like a cult or North Korea, 
Gotcha. Um, you know, those are that's insular. But you see that in America, you see insularism, which is really what to me what white privilege is. White privilege is insularism um, because you. It's like when 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 people talk about race. Well, I don't see any racists. Well, that's because you live in like the whitest neighborhood. Yeah. You can find. No wonder you don't see racism because there's nobody <laughs> to. Yeah. Projected on, you know. Yeah. Um, and so that's insular. Ignorance is is. Uh, the difference to me is insular is the condition that you're in. Ignorance is the mindset about the condition. Uh. And it's really safe to be uh, protected and dumb. It's really safe. It's like, oh, we're good. We're, we're fine. Gotcha. So that's why you see, and we can use any period in history, but we'll use this one because we're, you know, f- a few days away from the, you know, certification of the election results. Yeah. Is this continual delusion by several, you know, I don't know what number it is, 20 or 30 million people maybe that still believe that Trump won the election. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That is an example of sort of taking this to the nth degree of madness. Yeah. Um, of being insular and ignorant because the idea that he didn't and there wasn't an election fraud is like giving up QAnon's theories, you know, like if it wasn't true, if uh, it's this one, if I, if this isn't true, then nothing I believe is true. Yeah, which is probably true. Yeah, <laughs> and that's, <laughs> that's sca- and that's true. scary one. I think that's it's the scary as hell. The right. word f- tribal fragility and the the theme of this podcast, which will continue in twenty twenty one, of we might be wrong. Maybe it's yeah. the right way to go. And I like I was thinking of the the Raider fans or the crazy super fans, but then I also you read the book. Um, uh, Lord of the Flies or see the movie. The, yeah, the yeah. Well, the, yeah, the book, and yeah. They, they split into those two tribes yeah. and, you know, and I always mm-hmm. think of that last scene or when, when the, 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 the pig, but also like when the soldiers or whoever come and yeah. save them and then the boys just start crying, like their yeah. world just shatters of like, oh, we're about to eat each other or we already had. Right. And oh yeah, we're only 11. And, yeah. <laughs> you know, I miss my mom. Yeah. Like that world yeah. just yeah. shatters and the emotion <laughs> pours out. Um, but it's like it, we're we're claiming we might be wrong, but that it's a problem to be that st- I don't know what the word is stubborn, uh, mm-hmm. uh, obstinate, dogmatic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, because yeah. fragility implies it's it's gonna break. What's the thing about being bamboo strong, but it's flexible versus something that doesn't? Right. It's gonna crack in the wind. Um, yeah, is that is that well, what you, we're saying? You, yeah, and and you know, again, going with face painters and fans and fanatics and that type of thing. It's it's um. Uh, kind of two two things about this that are you know ultimately not that big a deal but they're kind of a they're a microcosm of a bigger issue which is the myopia of the fan you know like the oh the 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 you know whatever pick your team the 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 philadelphia eagles are going to go to the super bowl again yeah but carson wentz is got poor feet and they've had terrible injury problems you know on the offensive line or whatever you know yeah and it's the inability to see the the inability to to uh, uh, acknowledge the weaknesses and failures of the thing that you believe in yes so that- so, so i'll use an example as i i really am hesitant to call myself a christian because the brand of christianity has been so corrupted by institutional churches evangelicalism you know uh conservative christians taking over the government you know that type of stuff it's corrupted yeah. And even in the work that Emily and I do with 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 brand, we've had debates or, or not discussions early on of like, do we want to even call it brand? Because there's it's some it, what I've decided to do with that is just like um, 
it's like, you know, sure, I'll call myself a Christian. I usually say believer and we, I do branding. And what I do after I say those things is I redefine it. Yeah. And I redefine what those mean to me and not what you should think about them, but what they mean yeah. to me. Um, and then you have this. Um, so the other one is, you know, I think you're a fan of professional wrestling. Mm-hmm. And so I'm not. And so I would ask you like the, you know, but I, and I'm, but I'm obviously, you know, from, you can, you can tell a big football fan. Yeah. So what's the, what's the equivalency of mental or of uh, tribal fragility or face painter in like people that are into, um, professional wrestling or cosplay or, you know, something along that's in that general genre of sort of, uh, uh, fantasy. Well, I'm buying myself some time here with the question, but one of the fun things I was talking just wrestling the other day, I, I love the business of it as much as I like the ridiculous stories. I just, I was like, Oh yeah, they're just trying to get to the next town, but fill in seats, yeah. you know, and McMahon <laughs> has, has Facebook ties the, the, the WWE as the biggest one, but wrestling is about money. It's about, you know, faking these stories. So people keep paying and watching. It's so, so proper. Yeah. Um, a lot of churches run like that too. Yeah. But to, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, and that's what I was like, Oh, wrestling tactics help. You know, Trump uses a lot of pro wrestling yeah. tactic. It's, it's not about yeah. saying, uh, it, articulate things. It's about getting a reaction, good or bad. As long as people, cheer or boo you then you're gonna yeah. draw money as they say but what i was gonna connect to is i was telling my friend i'm like yeah there are some people who end up becoming stars that are so they that wanted to be they dreamt about it but most kids are dreaming about being football players they're not dreaming about being pro wrestlers or the, the people right. who end up they're people who didn't work out as football players they broke you know they broke their knee or whatever right. and it's it's a alternative career and i was like you know really think about those people who picked that career i'm not knocking it again i'm a fan but i was like oh yeah it's, it's made up a lot of people the rock the rock couldn't make it into the nfl you know right. so he's one of the the big mega stories but there's a lot of rocks who uh bill goldberg he he played i think for the falcons or something yeah, yeah. um yeah there was that uh, brock lesnar yeah he yeah and you know and it's so um so I bought myself time, but now I forgot the question. Oh, uh, the comparison of we call them marks um, when it's the people who you believe it. You buy that the okay. guy who's hypnotizing the the good right, guy. Right, he's really yeah. so a mark is someone who believes that thing. And then when the referee doesn't call it, they're so mad. And they're like, so the mark actually keeps going. They keep paying money. They keep going to the church yeah. or the next show. And yeah. I've, it's fun to be a mark. In the 90s, the internet gets big. We, You can Google stuff. And people will say, actually, I just saw this happen. And then afterwards, the, the guys hugged out and they they yeah. have a beer. You call that person a smart mark or a smark. So it's like, I know better, but I still fucking love this stuff. Yes. I've been a smark, <laughs> especially during college. Now I, I more watch from a, a distance. Are you saying mark like M-A-R-K? M-A-R-K. Yeah. You know what? The, that's the that's what in a con game they call yes, the target. The exactly. Mark. Yep. Yeah. And, it's and, like, oh, you're being conned. <laughs> exactly. Well, and that's the thing about wrestling. And we well, hell, we can do another one. But there's a book, Conspiracy, by actually one of our favorite guys, Ryan Holiday, where he uh-huh. goes and breaks down the Peter Thiel, Hulk Hogan um, mm-hmm. scandal with Gawker. Yep. And, yeah. And um, just the whole pro wrestling world got revealed slowly with the internet and they don't like when the fans like if you're going to a fan you're like hey rock um i know you're a heel and he's a face like the rock it, by now he's gonna be cool but a lot of them are like no you're not supposed to know our terms like this is our you're yeah. basically telling me that you know the magic trick i'm gonna do for yeah. you and you think you know more about it and you criticize me for it um so yeah it went from mark to smart 
which going back to the question that's i think tribal fragility yeah. and you 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 can't believe when something doesn't fit yeah. your narrative of what you think you right should so this is perfect such an interesting thing so whether it's football or professional wrestling or maybe you're a, a groupie of a you're some band you know you got, oh yeah <laughs> you know you, you've been to all the you know you've been to 30 dave matthews band shows yeah. or whatever you know um and and so um i think that i think you take that same mindset and then you lift it into things that are much that can be weaponized so you, you really you can lift it into ideology and religious beliefs. Those are your kind of top two things that get weaponized, um, and then it's what I refer to. What I refer to it as Nero neo Puritanism. So it's the new Puritans. The new Puritans are your um, super like what I refer to as white Jesus worshipers. Yeah. It's very like, you know, everything's Christian. I only listen to worship music. I only go to this, you know, I only read Christian books and we only watch Christian movies. And, yeah, you know, and, and there's that, there's that side of this, of this equation. Um, and then there's the, um, so that's on one side of the neo Puritans. The other is people that would be considered more progressive. And I use like sometimes I put air quotes around conservative, yeah. put air quotes around progressive too, because they're pretty fucking judgmental. Yeah. Well, you, as you like, s- you know what you go, like, Oh, you eat meat. Yeah. Well, like yeah. What you were, we were talking offline and I was, you know, um, stuff you got to pay for extra fans of uh, the podcast, but I was, um, uh, asking Justin for advice, but I was like, yeah, sometimes I tell my wife, Hey, I'm not your coach. But then if I still try to coach her and tell her what to do, that statement of me was kind of asshole-ish if yeah. I just said it, but I don't really live by it. Right. And and it's like, I'm a conservative, I'm a progressive, and yet I'm you, I'm weapon, when you weaponize the thing, you've, mm-hmm. you've uh, uh, tainted it, which is yeah. not it, it, the thing anymore. It, right. It's not the thing anymore. And it, it, it creates an other. And so when you think about neo-Puritanism on the left, it's... Um, it's the, you know, the spirituality movement and, uh, um, and there's, it's no coincidence that people that are in the spirituality movement, a lot of them have overlap into QAnon and conspiracy theories like yeah. that and anti-vax and all of that other bullshit. Yeah. And so, um, you know, there's a certain amount of like believing in professional wrestling or Santa Claus or whatever, you know, it doesn't, it, where it doesn't matter. It's fine. Whatever. Yeah. But when you take on something where you are, you're, where you're either, and it's kind of like this spectrum, like, like imagine like a, a, a spectrum on one end is uh, despair and the other end is denial. And you can really place yes. someone in that spectrum based off of if they're a face painter. Yeah. So you have face painters that are despair face painters. It's the end of the world. Yeah. You know, the planet is going to burst into flames, um, you know, and, and, and yeah. consume. And, and you then on the other end, uh, you, you know, uh, 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 climate change is a, uh, a plot by George Soros and the liberals and the third and the, and the one world government globalists, yeah. you know, like it's in the truth is in the middle. Yeah. Like it is in pretty much everything. Yeah. Because the truth is rarely binary like that when it comes to opinions and views. Yeah. And so you think about this then now. You know, you really get into something that I'm passionate about talking about, which is when you create a side, you create a business model. Yeah, I was just going there. I was like, it's tribal fragility is a great consumer 
yeah. thing. Let's sell it's a lot of cheeseburgers. Model, right. Yeah. I'm going to come and keep coming back. I'm going to keep going to this, believing in this, listening to this talk show host, buying these, this person's books. I'm going to keep coming back. And to me, as, as long as we're using new terms here, I refer to those as spiritual grifters. Yeah. yeah and the like... spiritual grifter is someone that is like, oh, I can make some money off of these people, or I can get votes from this these people, or I can get some fame from these people. Yeah. And to me, then it almost get, ends up being like you, you talked about um, when it's weaponized, it loses its what it actually is. Yeah. When it's monetized, it it loses what it is too. Yeah. Now I'm not, you know, I'm a capitalist. I'm not saying people shouldn't make money. Yeah. Um, but I love the way, for example, that what prevents this is like there's the app called Insight Timer. Not heard of it. Um, it's a, it's run, it's it's a run by Jack Cornfield and some other um, noted. I can't uh, Sharon Salzberg that notice like uh, American contemporary American Buddhists, and it's a meditation app. There's not just Buddhism on there. Like I listened to a great uh, Christian one on centering prayer, but there's a there's a fee for the year to have access to all the courses, but it's like seventy bucks for the whole year. Yeah, but then they have a donate button. So you, I listened to a meditation this morning on being more heart centered. It was 12 minutes. And then I noticed, Oh, look at a little donate button. And then, so I gave, I, I threw some money in, in the, in the, the meditation person's tip yeah. jar. And what that allows it is it to be, is to be it's given receive without this. Like, like it's, it's like click funneling people's belief systems. Yeah. Which is so manipulative and evil to do that. Yeah. To, to do that, to, to keep them coming back and because it sustains your business model. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the, you had said it on a couple episodes ago about, I don't know if you said Western or uh, Caucasian or Western white guys, basically not the words you said, but that's what I popped up in my head of like, they're good at logic and scaling and systems. Um, Mm -hmm. and it's like, well, you take that, you take the, the word of, of the guy who walked on water and whoa, you got a, system that has lasted 2000 years strong um but then also when if you are being honest there's been some bad stuff that's happened you know a long time ago but also very recently um and you know i said it i think it kind of trailed off on the the last episode when we talked about jesus but i was like hey i don't think there's a war on christianity but i do think there should be a war on the organized religion because they're systems they're not people we can right. love each other but systems mcdonald's you know uh, amazon yeah. we, we can scrutinize yeah. these yeah. things these systems that are putting small businesses out or helping them or plus and minus if we can tout them we can criticize them and if you're not going to criticize something that tells me i don't really believe your opinion on the thing right. that i'm going to really gonna like squint my eye uh, at you of like do i really want to agree with you and that is always where i'm like am i wearing the face paint mm-hmm. when people especially when they're very extreme when i see other people who mm-hmm. agree with me wearing the face i'm like oh shit have i gone too far <laughs> you know yeah, and- it's so interesting you say that um a friend of mine and i was visiting with her earlier this week and she or maybe this is last week i can't remember when and i and i said something and I, you know, I have, I, I think, I think I say things sometimes that are sort of controversially funny. I think they're funny. Yeah. Yeah. That's the yeah best and, <laughs> and, and, but she, I was talking about of, of Michael Buble. I was like, Michael Buble is the miso soup of singers. And, <laughs> you know, it's just so bland and da, da, da. And she goes, you know, it's very judgmental. I'm like, no, it's, I'm being critical of Michael Buble. She goes, no, you're not. You're being judgmental of people that listen to Michael Buble. 
And I was like, oh, you're right. Yeah. I am. I'm a little bit of like an anti-face painter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, I don't believe in, you know, like almost like, a, like not quite to this extreme, but like a nihilist. I yeah. don't believe in anything. You oh know. man i mean this is very lighthearted, and hey we don't have to be all doom and gloom and crap but like i hated game of thrones but i yeah. hate watched it and someone's like if you have a guilty pleasure no it's just a pleasure you like it but it wasn't my favorite thing but we just kind of got into it and then i'm like but i did watch it and so yeah. you know and it but it also what i love and i was talking with someone else hopefully actually he might listen um I go, I love nerding out. That's part of the fun of reading about Spider-Man is disagreeing with your friend yeah, of what was right. the best story arc or what was the best right. this. Right. Yeah. And it's, but when, when people become um, like actually going back to wrestling, going to the events is so overrated. <laughs> like I would not advise anyone to go if, unless you're, you know, you, you're going to sit like row two or something and right. you know, you go once baby. So you can say, but it's like the most disappointing. You're like, that's the ring that's i can't see the guy you know and um i always think i was like how did people watch you know thriller in manila and like right. actually enjoy any punch but there's always super fans and it's like fine they're really into it but it's like they're a distraction and what they end up doing is they draw the attention and all the little kids or people they look at that and it's kind of fun because you can't see the damn match that's going on uh, 200 yeah. yards away from you and it's like these this guy is i didn't pay to see this person get loud and obnoxious about the right. the event but that's uh, uh the anti it's like anti anti masker but like hating yeah. on something yeah yes. I, I i i hear you i i definitely yeah. am guilty of that so i think like how would you know like you know this is one of those like oh maybe i'm a face paint or face painter maybe that like if somebody's listened to this yeah and i think there's a couple of things one is is if you're offended by your beliefs being challenged um, if you say, oh, that's offensive, or you can't say that. And this is why I love stand-up comedians. Because the, the the societal role of a stand-up comedian is to say shit that nobody else will say because it tests whether or not you are tribal, you have tribal fragility or you're a face painter. Yeah. So, you know, if, if your reaction is to try to get Dave Chappelle canceled rather than go, oh, I disagree with him. I'm not going to consume his content. If you're, if you're, that's cancel culture. Yeah, which it goes back to neo neo puritanism, which is you know cancel culture happens on the um, on the on the far right as well and the far left. It's, oh yeah, it's just the nature of tribalism yeah. to try to cancel the other side. That's what Lord of the Flies was about, weaponizing cancel culture. Yeah, ultimately. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's one. Like, are you offended by another like someone else's opinion? The second is, if the only thing you consume is things that you believe in. And I started to find little small things like this in my own life, which is um, like looking at, so I, I love Spotify and I look at like the, uh, the release weekly, the w release radar. So every week, I think it's every Friday, they put out a new playlist of songs that are based off the algorithm yeah. of what I listen to. So I'm listening and I'll look and I go, oh, good, good. I love Parker McCollum. I love Eric Church. I'm gonna listen to that music. And then another song comes up and I'm like, oh, I don't like this. And I immediately, immediately um, hit the, you know, the, yeah. the skip button. And then, but this time I went, oh, I'm going to listen to it a little bit longer. I can still have the option of not liking it. Yeah. But I'm like, I've never heard of this person. I don't like the first three notes. Forget it. Yeah. Um, and I think that's, a, that's the example of just continually exposing to yourself to new things. Yeah. Um, do you subscribe to Mark Manson's weekly email? 
No, right. but I, I've seen your postings. I know the, the yeah. subtle art and not giving up. Subtle art yeah. And, yeah, and, and everything's fucked. Yeah. Um, but he, in his year in review, used a term that I love about this, which he called it altitude training. Like athletes do, where they train at a higher altitude yeah. or ele- elevation, higher elevation so that they can uh, perform better. And he referred to na- international travel as a type of elevation or altitude training. Because if you live overseas, you go overseas for a few months, you know, not just you're, you're going to go to Italy for a week, but yeah. you, spend, you become and you come back to the United States. You're like, man, we got a good here, man. We got a good here. And I think that's that exposure, like to other ways of life, yeah. to other, um, to other, to people, you know, it's like something I used to tell my sons. If you, if you wake up. And you look around and everyone looks like you and talks like you and thinks like you, you're either in a cult or you've joined a major corporation. Yeah. You know, that's, that's, and and that's that like, Oh, I need to be, I need to go read some stuff about, I need to go expose myself to some other culture so that I don't become insular because it's really easy because it's safe and warm in here. Yeah. Well, and I, going back to Lord of the flies and just visually, I don't know if we've discussed this on, on recording, maybe on actually my career blind spot podcast, but those kids were trying to survive. Mm-hmm. Tribalism makes sense because it's mm-hmm. like, I better look like blue or red. Otherwise I ain't yeah. eating tonight or whatever. Yeah. Right. But if you actually want to feel whole and thrive in this world, um, that insular ignorance and in, what you call it, would you say insulation? Insular. Insular. Mm-hmm. insular um, that, that doesn't work if you want more, but it's also like, well, I'm used to sucking on the teat whenever I want. Yeah. And so, but that's the thing is like, you, you don't need to, but if you want to feel whole fulfilled or whatever your magic word that might be absent, um, yeah, you, you need to be wrong. You know, a couple, <laughs> a couple of times yeah. you need to grow. Like if you, I, actually, I was going to ask if you want to do this of like, what did we get wrong in 2020? Like it's just rifle off as many things as we can. Um, yeah. might be unrelated but anytime i'm really stuck i'll go for a jog and i'll just start to force gratitude and just list things off and a lot of it's just very transactional but then i'll say something like something that i didn't like and like i'll force myself to be like well what came of that um but i think that's the thing if you're just trying to survive that's all freaking extra stuff and match be a lemming or be a sheep as i hate that freaking it's like an insult but it's like you're trying to survive i get it you you wear the colors you you vote for who your boss votes for but if you want more than that that's where i think that fragility part it's i think we want to have our cake and eat it too or or those of us we want to have our face paint but we also want to be a unique person well, yeah, you want your originality. That. It's like uh, Logan, my older son, had uh, on his first car a bumper sticker that says said something like, "I ex- I like to express my individuality with mass-produced bumper stickers." <laughs> <laughs> and so that leads into what I think is a co- a cause of of modern tribalism, modern tribal tribal fragility, which is okay, if you're a poor, if you're poor and and so that means you're either rural white or often a person of color in our country, um, where, there's, where you're dealing with abs, with actual poverty and you are in survival mode. Yeah. Um, I am not, I am not, um, so I'm not talking about people that are on the, on the, they're struggling and they have a lot of economic insecurity. Yeah. When I talk, when I think about, cause that's, that's like actual, you know, like danger, they could die. They could, yeah. it could be, they could be, they could be um, killed in a drive-by shooting if they're an inner city yeah. person or they, 
or they could be, you know, they could have all kinds of health issues come up with poor people and rural people as, as, and urban people as well, inner city people as well. So what I'm referring to is the people that have a survivor mindset about the middle of Maslow's hierarchy. Yeah. So, you know, bottom is survival of your physical needs. The middle is survival of emotional needs. And then you transcend that into self-actualization, which yeah. is you, you don't walk away from your survival needs and your emotional needs. You just have a different view of them. Yeah. And so many people, and I'm, as I say this, I'm like, am I being judgmental? No, it's just an observation of my fellow humans, especially Americans. Is It goes back to, I think, one of our first episodes where we talked about not being able to discern the difference between drama and trauma. Yes. Yeah. And, it's in, and if you bring that face painter aspect into belief systems and emotional and more the abstract, that's really dangerous because it makes you easy to manipulate. It makes you, it makes it easy for you to put up a wall or a gated community or emotionally disconnect from your heart. Um, and it, it's easy to do that because you've justified, well, I'm, you know, these are my people. This is what I believe in. I'm going to, I'm, I'm a fan. I'm a yeah. big supporter. Yeah. Uh, hang up all the, the Trump flags out, outside of my house, yeah. or, you know, that type of thing. But there's no pause to go. What is this? What is this saying about me? What is this saying about me? It goes to something I wrote about, I think in my second book in human bacon, which is, I don't I think maybe this sounds judgmental, but I'm more, I'm saying, I'm saying it in jest. Sure, yeah. Yeah. Which is a man over, 20 years old that wears three things from the same sports team at the same time, <laughs> you know, but, and this was inspired by a guy I saw wearing a Packer shirt, a Clay Matthews shirt. And he had a, a like a, a Packer something. He had like three different things that were green Bay Packers. And I was like, that's, that's kind of a benign way of tribal tribalism. Yeah. But it's, it's, it's to me, it's an indicator of someone that is disconnected from what really matters to them. Like if you get underneath it, that, actually that I think, you know, we're, we're, this is good. There's a lot of layers to this and our feelings and we might be wrong on a lot of this stuff, you know, yeah. <laughs> but I think that disconnected to what really matters to you. Like I, I get, someone said this on one of my other podcasts, like, she's like, I can understand a Republican. I, I cannot for the life of me understand why someone would support Trump. She said this uh, and I'm like, okay. And I'm like, well, I don't think it's that hard. I, I'm not saying like, I agree with them, but I'm like, I kind of get, you know, where people think they are, where they want to go. But like, what really matters to you that he or someone else keeps power or that you and your family and your loved ones and your neighbors and your business, like that, that there's a distraction. One, one's an illusion and the other one you can actually move the needle on. Um, if you just pause and listen, but I think that that's the thing, the fragility of it is like, you're, you're, you're going to wake up and miss that. Like, holy crap. I just spent the last four years or eight years, um, with my face paint on. Meanwhile, yeah, all my plants are dead, (laughs) you know, or all all the, all the friendships have eroded. Or I've allowed my beliefs to like destroy my relationships or, um, or my personal health or, my spiritual health or whatever. It's like, that's the corrosive nature of tribalism is that it's interesting to me that tribalism exists to try to keep us alive. But if you apply it to the emotional world, it will kill you, your soul. Yes. Tribalism kills your soul. It, it makes you, um, super narrow and rigid and calcified. Yeah. And, and eventually it's like your heart just dries up and turns into powder. Yeah. Well, there's like, I don't know. There's, I'm sure a geometrical shape or graph of like when you're, 
when you just had a near death experience, crash land, you're on an island, you're 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 surviving, you really feel like you're living. But if you're doing that every day when you actually have electricity running water, <laughs> et cetera. And I you said something about like the the ha- the Maslow of you have these people who are surviving, but they're uh-huh. not actually in that situation. Right. Um someone else, I don't know if it was a, a spiritual or religious leader, like, you know, they were they were saying they were pro gun. You know, they're like, I'm my neighbor has a gun and they're cleaning it to protect and they say, Hey, what are you doing? Like, I'm gonna protect my, my house. Oh, okay. Well, if you do that every day and you walk <laughs> by, I'm gonna be like, My neighbor, little nutty, you know? Right. And I was right. like, Oh, and actually, yeah, I think it was like a Christian pastor who said this. He's like, I'm pro gun, but some of us really obsess about our guns. Um, yes. and they we thought they were gonna take them a long time ago, right. but we're still cleaning. It's you know, self-fulfilling prophecy. Yes. But meanwhile, we've just been afraid. And more guns get sold. So what really matters to you? And I think that that goes to, to with tribalism in, uh, you know, face painting, being a face painter is it's, it's a pretty short trip to, um, to, to idol worship. Yes. Pretty short trip to idol worship, whether that idol you're worshiping is your, you know, is uh, white Jesus or Trump or Bernie Sanders or, or your job, your industry, yeah. you know, your whatever. And that's, and, and so when that's, that's sort of the, that's, there's that. I w- also wanted to point out something on this is I'm not saying in this view of face painters that you shouldn't paint your face. I'm just saying, wash it off when you're done. Oh, yeah. Just wash it off. It's like, you know, or like, you know, like it's okay to have and be an enthusiast for something. Oh yeah. I think of like Comic-Con and the cosplay, like, or like the, uh, Warpers. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And <laughs> if you, if you're, if you're dressed like the, like, like, the, you know, Sir Lancelot and you go to the thing, that's great. But if you do that every day, there's something off, dude. Yeah. There's something off with that. Yeah. And, and, and so there's the, there's the, the, the healthy version of this is to be an enthusiast. Um, not pro, not a fan. Cause those are borderline idol worship. Yeah. But, but and I'm an, th- I'm an enthusiast about this particular thing. And I'll tell you this, you know, I used to be a face painter about a lot of things. Um, still am probably a little bit about like music. I'm kind of a yeah. music snob. Yeah. Um, and, um, but my, my, you know, my, my friend that mentioned that it was judgmental is like, it really opened my eyes. It's like, yeah, I am being judgmental. Yeah. Um, but anyway, is, is I was a face painter, and I'm going to ask you this same question is that what were you a face painter? What have you been a face painter? In? Yeah. And for me, I was a face painter around politics. It's well known that I used to be a right wing Republican Christian conservative. And I was like, you know, go rush Limbaugh and um, liberals are evil and you yeah. know, blah, blah, blah. That's no more. I didn't go the other way. I'm not a face painter for the far left. Sure. I think they're, I think they're um, equally corrosive in a lot of ways. Yeah. And then I've been a face painter for, like um like america in general like i you know i didn't like it for years when people would would t- like you know like the dixie chick said something um well they're not called the chicks but yeah back then, <laughs> the dixie chick said something overseas and you know pretty soon people are like you know getting them off the radio and there was a part of me a strong part of me it's like yeah that's un-american it's not un-american to tell the truth about your own country yeah that's actually patriotic yeah I was a face painter that way as like red, white, and blue and 4th of July. And, and we don't have the, the, the problems that people say we have, we don't, you know, we don't actually have, and I don't believe that anymore. Yeah. I think we got, 
real problems and and what tribalism does ironically is tribalism prevents you from talking to it prevents you from agreeing on the problem yeah you can have a very different view you can be a, a reasonable conservative and a reasonable liberal and you can look at it and say the suicide rates for combat vets is too high but we can't do that anymore because the business model of tribalism makes it really difficult for people that disagree to yeah. work on the problem together. Yeah. That's oh, and, and that there's this magical thing that happens when a I've met you when you I'm pretty sure self identified as a Republican conservative Christian. Yeah. And I thought your bacon uh, oatmeal versus bacon book was awesome, the keynote you gave at the conference. But when you point out these flaws about marketing and branding and yet Hey man, that's your wheelhouse. What are you doing by admitting that there's some warts or scars or bumps? Mm-hmm. I'm super interested and I want to hear more. Um, when the 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 Republican says it about uh, uh, the way things are, or the liberal, or like it's it's interesting, it's curious, and I'm like, I want to know that person. You know, Fox News really ruined the the phrase "fair and balanced" because kind of to the point, we are fair and balanced. Doesn't mean everything we've done is actually that. Just because we said, "I'm not going to kill you," the bullet to your head (laughs) says otherwise. Um, But I think there's this thing of when you open it up and admit, I don't know, flaws the word, but the truth that it's not this perfect thing. Right. I think actually that's better branding to to your. your your day to day, but uh, to your question, what what did I um, you, face, painter, face painter? Yeah. I think uh, easy softball. It's been a while, but like the Suns when they, we had Steve Nash. Yeah. Um, I know I spent a lot of money. I probably had more than three items, a, a jersey or something. <laughs> <laughs> but but again, I washed it off after they lost for the umpteenth time. Um, right. But it was really fun going back. I was like, we do it because it's fun, and I really like that you said that. It's not putting the face painting isn't wrong. It's like if I go with that intensity. And I know a lot of sports, I think like sports, actually that's the anti people who obsess about sports and music, ironically, which is one of the reasons I really like because you, uh, or I should say I was drawn to you because you really like those things, not as a posturing of like, Hey, I'm a man. I'm supposed to like music or country music and football, uh-huh. but you actually like them. Whereas to me, it was like oh, football, who needs to be in another fantasy football league or what's like, wow. The Super I agree Bowl. with that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I would, I would, I'd probably, the, the biggest thing is sarcasm and another thing that you like comedy. Um, as much as I like stand up comedy, that's kind of my sports world or what I've tracked. Um, I think that's a group that hasn't, um, pointed out all the flaws of themselves. Like what was that woman, uh, Kathy Griffin a couple years ago had the, trump's head i'm like that's some extreme shit like i get it you're 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 not um uh uh flaw like you you you, fozzy bear he told jokes and he got tomatoes thrown at him that what that came with the thing you hold up my head i'm gonna be upset regardless of what it's for like there's this not hypocrisy but this why are people so mad it's either like you laugh at my joke or you um or just say it's not for you. Like, no, nah, no, nah, you you get to deal with all of it. Um, but my point is, I that I think that's the biggest thing is crit, um, um, I'm a snob about comedy. I think a lot of things that people don't that they find funny or, or whatever. I'm like, that's not that funny. Um, yeah. But I don't know. I honestly, I'm like, I, I need about to- like 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 you know like and we're kind of veering into just this idea of being judgmental because it's very fresh, you know, on my mind um, is. 
being uh, what I realized it maybe is judgmental and it's kind of being an anti-face painter, you know, it, the is when I'm judging someone's preferences. Yeah. Now, now behavior, you know, someone's behavior, someone's being an asshole. That's not, that's not judgmental. That's just pointing out someone's yeah. shitty behavior. Yeah. Um, and, and that's, you know, that's, that's its own, that's its own thing as opposed to someone's preference, you know, like if I, and I've done this over the years, um, like I'll make fun of people that eat tofu yeah. or Keurig, are, Keurig coffee, uh, <laughs> the coffee. Keurig, yeah. That's the one. <laughs> oh yeah. You know what? I am not yet in a place to release my judgmental yeah. nature on that one, but yeah. I'll get there. Yeah. Oh, um, uh, Panda Express. Anyone who thinks Panda Express tastes good <laughs> yeah. for a long or the time. Olive Garden is Italian food. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Like, so I think there's some funny things here, like in jest, but what I think where I want to be more self-aware of on this idea of tribal fragility is just because you don't like something that I like, doesn't mean you're a threat to me. Yeah. And just because you like something I don't like, doesn't mean that you're a threat to me. Yeah. It's like, you know, I'm ultimately a libertarian and which is if you like something, like something now, if we're friends and I want to tease you a little bit, I might do that. Yeah. Um, but that's just, that's just give and take. That's just repartee. You know, it's not, it's not where I'm like condemning, you know, people. And I, so I've did this experiment on this being judgmental is I listen to some pop country. <laughs> I listen to like three or four songs like yeah. in their entirety. This was a couple of days ago and it was very revolting. It was terrible. <laughs> But I thought, why do people listen to this? And I was like, oh, that's such a good question to ask. Because what I'm doing is I'm judging the people that listen to it. So why are they listening to this? Well, it's got a beat and it makes them move a little bit. And maybe this is the best part of their day as they're driving to a job they don't like. And they turn on the radio and they're hearing Luke Bryan talk about, you know, trucks and cutoffs and, you know, (laughs) beer or whatever. Yeah. And maybe that makes them a little bit happier. Maybe that's how they get through the day. Or some of the lyrics are light. Most of the lyrics of pop country are very lighthearted and fun. They call it, sometimes they call it, you know, a boyfriend country or bro country. Yeah. Like, these people are having a good time. I'm not having a good time because I'm working two jobs. I don't really, you know, like, yeah. And it's like, it, 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 it was like, oh, I don't have to like it. I don't have to, I don't have to like it. I could even tease it a little bit. Yeah. I can poke at it a little bit. But when I start making it about the, the, other person i am disassociating myself from them and yeah. seeing them as an abstract as is oh you just like pop country what kind of loser are you you know there's better yeah. country out there you know yeah. that, that's, a, that's good match short the power of pop country that no that's revealing because I, I do the same thing it's the same thing especially when it comes to nerdy comics and movies like i've read them all before some version and now they're going mainstream and i'm like what was this shit when i was single and a loser like now (laughs) now girls like it and people but but yeah (laughs) i think that's the thing you said earlier it's that detachment you can the fragility is it's actually Mm going to just detach you from the things that actually matter to you which Um, is other people humanity matters human it doesn't mean you have to tolerate assholes but if you if you build your life off of an other yeah you created an other if you've done that and you and that becomes your identity that that this thing you believe in, it detaches you from your own humanity, first of all. Yeah. And then, then from that's why there's road road rage and these spastic acts of violence and everything is, I mean, Jordan Peterson talks about this at length. It's because um, it's because of insular beliefs. It's yeah. because 
because it, it's so easy now to create a, a to, to find a group to hate and then sustain that hatred through, yeah. the, through you know it's like that joke like did you hear about the new app that tells you which of your relatives are racist <laughs> it's called facebook <laughs> you know it's like it's facebook's not the problem what the problem is is that people are, are uh, there's a lot of people that are not mentally resilient yeah because they are using survival ta- tactics to keep their middle of the Maslow hierarchy life going. Yeah. But I have some compassion for that too. Yeah. And I think this is why you and I do what we do for, for a living. And, and yeah. And, well, and, and yeah, I mean, full, full bro out romance or whatever, but it's like, I feel connected to you when we just talk about these things, we didn't need to record them, but now we get to connect them to other people who hear them yeah. di- different capacity. I heard back from some people who listened to the Jesus. I'm like, that makes me so happy. Cause I know it was the last thing from a sermon, but it was very genuine. And now this other person has this other perspective and maybe we're going to have right. a cool spiritual conversation one day. But, um, we're going a little long here, but I don't know how to wrap it. I want to say like, is there something we each should like pick that we've been face painting on that maybe like you mentioned the pop country. It, I like, I, and I feel like I yeah, need to actually, that. Oh, I got mine. You, you know it. We need to do this too. Actually assessments, even though the flaw that is TTI, the company, I think it's better than everyone else yeah. um, by miles. And when my friend Justin says Enneagram, I'm like, where did I go wrong with him? <laughs> but, but then I know I'm like, well, he's really doing good work. He's learning a lot. He's doing all this other stuff that helps me. But I, I definitely want an assessment face painter. I am. Yes. Yeah. I might, so I might not go, ah, but when it Myers, comes to- Yeah. Myers, you would respond to Myers Briggs. Like I respond to Keurig. Yes. Yes. Um, <laughs> like, what do you, what do you use in that shit for? De- What's wrong with you? I definitely have toned it down and tried to yeah. been more, but I have a lot of room to grow. And what I, what I've claimed to is like, you know what? It's a good start. Yeah. It's a terrible finish, but also I put my own assessments there. It's a great yeah. start. In fact, maybe it's too overwhelming of a start. Where's the finish? That's what matters for yeah. me. But I was like, there's a lot of freaking work <laughs> I can do, but I'm going to work on that in 2021. I don't know if you have one and right. we'll wrap up there. I mean, mine is just in general, more of a general like pause and see if I'm ju- being judgmental of the person, not the prep, not what I'm, it's, it's kind of like you're saying, like, you know, when you, when you say, well, I'm not, I don't want to be your coach. I can't, I'm gonna, I can't be your coach because you're my wife or whatever. Yeah. Or, and, but, but you actually are doing yeah. it. <laughs> you, you know, like, so like for me, I want to, be aware of, am I judging the person or am I poking positive fun? Am I, am I teasing about the preference? Yes. There's a big difference. Yeah. That's um, to me. And I, oh man, there's like more other topics, but on the, you know, you like comedy. We should probably talk about comedy because I, I think yeah. we, we, we have a lot do, of should be the next episode yeah, comedy and, and the role of comedy, both in free speech, but also in the, the, the jester, yeah. the jester archetype that's necessary for societies to evolve. When yes. they start killing the comedians and the mystics, that's when you know we're fucked. Yeah. Oh, no. And I, I whole, totally agree with those things or at least feel like they're they're significant. But also like the comedian of like, hey, just because you made everyone laugh, if the target feels broken, I'm like, you're, you're a shithead. And, yeah. you know, like I know people like you in high school and 
I could beat yeah. you up, but I could yeah, also you, cut you down. Yeah, you're funny, but you're a funny asshole. Yes. And and that's the problem. The problem isn't what you said. The problem is you're an asshole. Yeah. And so, so I think that's, this is, man, yeah. this went in All right, we'll, we'll do places. that. Let's remember the, the next time, that the next episode that we, let's do one on comedy. Yeah. I think that's a um, awesome. And then we're going to re-record the intro, but uh, just a reminder, because people are listening, you can go to anchor.fm and send us a question, but we're, we're going to do some stuff out, grow the audience. So you'll, you'll stay tuned to that. Please share. Um, but Please share. that's yeah. the main thing. Like, you know, there's a million plus podcasts out there. I think what you and I are doing, Juan, is very different in the sense that we're, we're examining our own insecurities and fears and judgments and we're looking at society through the lens of ourselves saying I might be wrong. Yes. And ultimately we just want others to have a positive inquiry. Oh, what if I'm wrong? Yes. What if I- I'm wrong about this in my relationships or in my career or my political views or my religious views. Yes. And, yeah. and it's, it's, it's something good. Something good will happen when you can r- admit that you might be wrong. There's yeah, something good I think every, every time, um, I will end this way. 2020 was about washing your hands. 2021, wash your face. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Wash your face. Good clothes. All right. <laughs>